0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 533. And Jimi Hendrix with Max and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It'll be uh, somewhat rainy today with a high of 61. That's crazy. It was it hit
0: 60 yesterday.
1: Yeah, uh, but it didn't break the record. No. I, I noticed uh was it Don Mayer or Dan Brown or one of those folks said it was the high was 64 back in 1952.
0: I don't need to set records. I just need to feel comfortable outside. Well, you
1: can feel comfortable today.
0: We will make you feel uncomfortable when we talk to uh, Steve Shippey, the host of uh, Shock Docs on uh, Discovery Plus. Michigan Hell House yeah. is the uh, the new episode, and we'll be talking to him.
1: Our goal is to scare the living bejesus out of you this morning.
0: So that should be easy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that and a whole lot of other stuff. It's 534. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. How cold is it out there? When will it switch to freezing rain? Rock 102 is always live and local. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and John Mellencamp with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: (coughs) I couldn't hold that in. Let it out, Steve. I was trying to. Sorry about that. Uh, Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be rainy with a high of 60. Tomorrow, more rain with a high of 57. It is 41 right now
0: in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by AquaPump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house.
2: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh,
1: let's see. Tyler Perry's studio in Atlanta drove up property taxes to the point where some elderly residents in the area couldn't afford to live there anymore. So now he's donating seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, so they can
0: afford to stay. I wish Tyler Perry would uh, pay for me. I to do anything. I mean, I'd, I'd mow his lawn, not well, but I'd mow his lawn for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I would too. I would do uh,
1: a lot more for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Whatever he wants me to do,
0: I would do. You know, uh, he also and I mean anything. anything. Yeah. You know, uh, he also was the guy that uh, sheltered Prince Harry and uh, and his wife when they came over here to avoid the paparazzos. You sure that wasn't Tyler Perry? And it was a Tyler Perry.
1: And Tyler Perry.
0: No, it was him. Wow. Was Sounds like actually him. a very uh, sensitive caring dude. Wow well, Who you just know. happens to have 750,000 dollars to burn.
1: Well, it's nice to see somebody do something good with their money. Rather than, than, uh, you know, blow it on something stupid Like raptors on a ranch out in Wyoming (laughs) One of the uh, greatest sex symbols of all time is no more Raquel Welch passed away yesterday She was 82 There's no word yet on the cause of death
0: You know, uh, I must tell you that uh, Raquel Welch in my younger days, was quite an inspiration.
1: Yeah, I bet she was. She she, really was. Was was she your Shawshank Redemption?
0: uh... She was among them. Yeah. She was certainly among them. But I got to tell you, uh, my heart poured out uh, to her from the 1976 comedy classic Mother Jugs and Speed, where she starred with Bill Cosby. Wow! Yes, Bill Cosby and a very young Harvey Keitel and Larry Hagman. Oh, wow! Imagine Raquel Welch, Bill Cosby on the same set. I can't even imagine what sort of crazy shenanigans went on back then. I wonder if uh, Larry Hagman uh,
1: was up, knew what Bill was up to. Hey, Bill, why you? Uh, what's that? Are you? Is that? Is that creamer that you're putting in uh, Raquel's yeah. coffee? Yeah, there? And, Bi-
0: and Bill would say. Listen, you're gonna be critical of me? Yeah. You've had Barbara Eden stuffed in a bottle for 15 years.
1: Yeah, don't tell me about don't, sex
0: slaves. Yeah, don't- don't tell me how to conduct my time.
1: Raquel's big break was the 1966 sci-fi classic Fantastic Voyage. Oh, uh, was that, uh, when Coolio wrote the song for it? No, actually. Come on, ride on a- Ride, 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 ride. What? That same year she wore her iconic animal skin bikini as the cavewoman uh, Loana mm-hmm. in the 1966 prehistoric classic 1 million years BC. It was even promoted as mankind's first bikini. Boy, they really did
0: that sexism thing back in the uh, Yeah, well, they really 60s. did. They really did. Cuz like in The Mother Jugs and Speed, guess yeah. what guess what part she got? Wow. She was Jugs. No way. Yes. Didn't know that. Couldn't get away with that today.
1: It was her poster. The warden rips away to uncover Andy. Uh, how Andy escaped in *The Shawshank Redemption*. Raquel's other gigs included the original version of *Bedazzled*, the 1976 comedy *Mother Jugs and Speed*, like you just mentioned. Uh, the *Naked Gun* 33 and Third. That was a hot.
0: Yes. Are you okay well, with it? Yeah, I'm having a problem with my headphones. who oh.
1: uh, hoop- I just I look up and I just see this like <laughs> stuff moving around in the background. I'm, ju-
0: I'm juggling these damn things.
1: She uh, she also was considered for the part of Mary Ann on Gilligan's Island, which would have been kind of a weird fit.
0: She Since... would have uh, definitely been a real foil for Ginger. That well, I was gonna, yeah, I
1: was going to say, Tina Louise was the one uh, that was the beauty on the show.
0: I mean, Mary Ann was and pretty damn d- hot. But you know what? I've always felt that if you look at old pictures mm-hmm. of Mrs. Howell, you'd say... She's the best one of the three. Yeah, you do you, you do uh you do go back and look at those old
1: broads, don't you? Sometimes you do. Helen Mirren look back in her day. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Actually, <laughs> I had a we had a brief discussion last night about Raquel Welch. And they and the discussion was, well, who do you think was prettier? Her or Sophia Loren? Yeah. I'd say uh, Sophia I gotta, Loren. By a landslide. Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty remarkable when you think about it because Raquel Welch was absolutely stunning, but Sophia Loren is I mean that's a, that's a total game changer right there.
1: You like uh, you like gilfs, don't you? Yes, yes, I'm real hot for women in their eighties. You know, I got a buddy who's into pregnant chicks that you might want to talk
0: to. Sometimes, sometimes I pull out that 1972 <laughs> issue of Penthouse magazine where Granny Clampett was the, was the pullout. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: Bubble and Pool was not Texas Crude. (laughs) (laughs) What a horrible show this is. It's terrible. Uh, It's it's terrible. Naked and Afraid. I would never go on that show. Probably because I'd be, you know, terrified from having the world see my uh, very microscopic genitalia. So, what are you afraid of? Being naked? Being naked? Or being seen naked? No, I'm being seen naked. And Sunday season premiere just reinforces that fear because a guy has his member burned by hot coals. Some people are into that kind of thing, but, uh, you know.
0: You know, you don't have to use your unit as a spatula if you're making burgers on a grill. (laughs) It's
1: true. You really, there's other things you can use. On the episode, Sam Moser and his fellow contestants sleep too close to a campfire, and it starts spitting coals. One of them lands right on his quote little soldier's helmet. Uh, oh Lucky- man, right, yeah, right there, right on the oh, right on Jesus. the sweet spot. Luckily for him, it didn't seem too painful. And the next day, a medic put some disinfectant on
0: it. Which reminds me, I got to clean off my fire stick.
1: What was the? Oh, it was the. What was the the thing? Oh, it was my big fat Greek wedding where he was spraying Windex on everything. This guy puts disinfectant on a on a campfire burn to the junk. Well, some people just don't think about those things when they uh, when they do them. Right. Uh, Kim Kardashian showed off her latest bikini. Lots of skin being showed off.
0: Really? She must have something to say.
1: Oh, my God. The last time I showed off this much skin was when Raja took a trip south to the Hermuda Triangle. <laughs> it's in the West Undies. Have you ever been there? <laughs> No, I haven't. <laughs> and that's like me friends on your board <laughs> there. Kaylin, <laughs> oh, I never got that dirty with your brother Chris Kim, but uh, that's because she had a bad case of the puddin' crotch. <laughs> okay. The, the donkey chowder followed the meat stick meringue. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I took a ride in her stinking Lincoln and drove around with the top down until monsoon season <laughs> gushed in. Very good. Yes. Very good. Where's <laughs> a boy you're gonna drive me to drink it if you don't drive down a stinking stink Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's your Hollywood treasure. rock when I do Yup. The difference.
0: Hello, this is Kyle from Bob Peon Buick, GMC in Chickabee, where you'll love the car you're in and you'll definitely love the deal you get. For great deals and the absolute best service around, log on now at peonauto.com.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good
0: morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Folks, let's say for the purpose of conversation that I was to have a fully survivable myocardiac infarction, you know, a heart attack, right in the middle of Open Line Friday, or am I the a-hole? Unless decided in the middle of my recovery that I decided to show up at Bacon Fest at the log cabin. After cheating death with a major life-threatening medical event, how much time do you think I'm going to spend thinking about what kind of jacket I'm going to wear? I'll tell you how much. Almost none. I've only got two jackets, and one of them doesn't fit right. Having said that, why is everybody all bent out of shape over the jacket that Bill's safety, DeMar Hanlon, wore at the Super Bowl? You might know DeMar Hamlin has spent the last couple of days defending the jacket he wore at the Super Bowl after former NFL running back Adrian Peterson criticized him for wearing it. Why? Because Peterson believed that the abstract depiction of Jesus on the jacket was blasphemous and disrespectful, but mostly blasphemous. Yesterday, DeMar Hamlin took to Twitter and addressed the criticism by saying, quote, after talking to my parents, I understand how my coat could have offended some people. It was never my intention to hurt or disrespect anyone. The coat is abstract art to me. Folks, not for nothing, but isn't this the same Adrian Peterson who was suspended in 2014 for beating his four-year-old son with a tree branch? Wasn't this the same guy who was forced to pay more than $8 million after defaulting on bank loans into a car dealership just four years later? Isn't this the same Adrian Peterson who was arrested last year for beating his wife on a flight to Houston, forcing the plane to return to LAX so he could be arrested? And yet, he's got the nerve to call a guy out because he wore the wrong coat because it's disrespectful? Listen, I wouldn't have worn a coat to the Super Bowl either, but that's mostly because it was a 74 degree day in Arizona. Nevertheless, the last person that you should be taking behavioral lessons from is Adrian freaking Peterson. Because you, my friend, are the last person who should be talking about disrespect. But hey, in of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Some birds fly south for the winter, but tough old birds like you, they stick around. Go to Rocky's, get the big 40-pound bag of wild bird food for only 20 bucks. Suet cake's just a dollar. Feed your fellow Hardy New Englanders bird food on sale at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 613 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Dangle and Rock 102. It
1: is going to be uh sunny for a little while, and then the rain starts to move in with a high of 58 tomorrow. Uh wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking at yesterday's weather. It's going to be rain all day today. <laughs> it's gonna... Yeah. But it's, a, w- but it's a warm it. rain. Oh, it's I, a warm rain. You know what it is? I have all these tabs open, and I have like five weather tabs going yeah. uh, just to see uh, if the temperature changes from <laughs> all tab to tab. The, all the same tabs yeah. from yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 57 and rainy tomorrow. It's 40 in downtown Springfield.
0: So, yes, they get the notification that the, that Raquel Welch had yeah. died at the age of 82 after a, a brief illness. Yeah. And you know, that can mean anything, really. But- uh, you know the couple of things that I uh, that kind of leaped out of my head. One, it's hard to believe at my age, and, I'm, and I'll be fifty seven this year. Uh-huh. Uh, it's hard to believe that uh, that the women that uh, I uh, pined for in my youth, uh-huh. one have reached the age of eighty, and then two are now dying off.
1: Yeah, that is a uh, kind of a you know.
0: Realization
1: that uh, you're not going to live forever.
0: Yeah, and it's also a realization that uh, you know age is really just a a point of view. Like, like yeah. for example, I mean, you know, Rockwell Welch back in the '70s was, uh, I mean, it it just didn't get much more fabulous than uh, than that, right? And uh, and I and I said uh, you know just before we went on, I said you know I could talk about Rockwell Welch all day long. Yeah. And your reaction, I thought, was uh, kind of startling. What, uh, frankly? <clears throat> what was my reaction? Well, I don't know much about uh, Raquel Welch I, or I t- hot chicks from your era. It, well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not un- that's not untruth. No,
0: no, it's not. Yeah. A, it's not untrue. I uh, mean, you know, I I come from a I don't know how many years of uh, is there between us. Uh, about thirteen or so. so. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah that's enough where you know we're looking at uh, like a different generation yeah of, uh, of 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 women and perspective see i i look at like uh, like the women of like the 70s and early 80s mm-hmm. as being like uh, you know that was you know that was my sweet spot
1: yeah and mine are the eight, late 80s uh 90s yeah. it's you know that it, it goes generationally like that
0: yeah and 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 there are like some women of of that the generation where I go, eh, yeah, they're okay.
1: All right, so let's uh, let's do this. Uh, who is, uh, I don't know, do you have a pen over there? I don't have a pen. Here, here's a pen. Uh, here's here a, a, a pen. Take a pen. Like the pen? Take, take a the pen. It's a personal flavor to pen. me. Take the pen. It writes upside down. from outer space. <laughs> um, who, Give me give me uh, the, the top iconic women of your day, the ones that uh, really did it for you.
0: All right, Raquel Welch I put on there. Raquel Welch. All right. Okay. Who else? Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. Barbara Eden. Oh. All right. Man. Barbara Eden. All right. And uh how many more do you need? Uh give me two more if you got. All right. Uh how about uh let's say who she uh, uh okay, Bridget Bardot. Ooh, Bridget Bardot. She was a good one back then. And I'm gonna say Jacqueline Bissett. No, no. Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith? Yes, from Charlie's Angels. Oh, oh yes. yeah. boy.
1: All right, so Hello. there's uh, five good-looking women.
0: Hold on a second. Let me just catch my breath.
1: Uh, Raquel Welch is <sighs> dead. Yep, yep. Uh, Sophia Loren? Dead. Dead. Bridget Bardot? Not dead yet, I don't believe. Close
0: to it, I'm sure, though. Oh, yeah, no, she is, uh, she's up there.
1: And Jacqueline Smith? Still
0: alive. Still All looking right. great.
1: All right. You ready? Yes. Now I'm going to go with mine. Okay. Mariah Carey. This is, And this is all, like, again, uh, generational. Yeah. And I'm talking about the Mariah Carey back in the 90s when she was in that Dream Lover video where she's wearing the jean shorts and the, and the flannel shirt out in the middle of the field. Just... Being all cute. And can I can I just yeah. make it make a statement? Yeah,
0: I don't remember that at all.
1: You don't remember that at all? No. See, yeah, see, you, this I'm is too this, old for that. This is the generational gap. That's thing it. here. So Mariah Carey. Yeah. Uh, I would probably say Jennifer Aniston. All right. Yeah. Friends, right? Um, what is her name? Deidre Hall.
0: Yeah, Deidre Hall. Yeah,
1: Deidre Hall
0: from Days of Our Lives. Now that's uh, that's like on a cusp. She, yeah, she's because because that's more like my generation. That could be a Gen X
1: slash uh, millennial. Right, okay. I don't know. You All know, right. Deidre right. Hall. Uh, who else? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, you else? need two more, right? Yeah, two more. Let's see who I was. Uh, who was I pining for? Well, Elizabeth Shue. That was a good one. Too. That was a, that's a good yeah. one. That's
0: uh, that's reasonable.
1: And uh, one more. I need uh, I need one more. Um, I don't know. I, uh, uh, Christina Aguilar. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. The genie in the bottle thing. That was way better. That was when the Britman she was in the battle with Britney and and uh, Britney and Christina, who was the better one? Okay. It was definitely Christina.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, who's uh, more
1: successful? Apparently, and uh, all so of these
0: people are alive. Sophia Loren apparently is still alive. I'm just being uh, told now that okay. she's, that she's
1: 88. All right, so But you... she,
0: but but she is a saucy 88. Yeah, I bet she is. She is.
1: But see uh, these are all like uh, to me normals and you are abnormal.
0: With the, no, the, I'm not abnormal. I I'm of my generation. Now, I I could of
1: your generation, but wouldn't you kind of like now go to the younger side now that you've reached a certain age? So like now you would be more into the ones that I'm into.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's put it this way. I mean, these are all yeah you know, on my list that is mostly older women, right? Yeah. Um, but they but I could, you know, I'm uh, I'm also of the. Of the age where I could look at women who are even older than that and say, "Wow, what a woman!" and, and like uh, yeah. say, like a like a like a like a young uh, Lauren Bacall yeah. or a or a young. Uh, Catherine Hepburn yeah. or Audrey Hepburn. Ooh, those Hepburns. Ooh, the Hepburns. Oh, they yeah. gave me the heartburns, yeah, those they, Hepburns. They
1: gave you more burning than that. I you know don't, know hey, listen,
0: let's talk. Don't be respectful. Oh, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I'd be a big sap sucker, yeah, is what i you, <laughs> <laughs> you would
2: be. Yeah, yeah that's what
1: I'm that's that's talking oh, about. Yay!
2: Amazing.
0: But, you know, this uh, does show, Steve, that uh, you and I are of different generations, and it would be interesting to know what uh, what... What a, like a, like a a young buck, thirteen years younger than you. Yeah. What what list they would come up with? Because um, cause, cause they would probably think the same thing of your list. Like, hmm, yeah, all those old women who are in their late to fi- late fifties, yeah, early sixties.
1: That's too old for me. Way too old for me.
0: Yeah. Whereas I can see an eighty-eight year old woman like Sophia Loren and say, Dale. Yeah, I'd still uh, I'd still consider I'd that. I
1: still tap that. <laughs>
0: Well, I probably wouldn't put it quite that way, but yeah. And then you, and then you, and then you,
1: you dump her, and then she goes, "You broke my heart and my hip at the <laughs> same time." I didn't know you could do that. Two different body parts. It's the osteoporosis. It must be. Yeah, you
0: <laughs> ain't what you used to be, sister. Yeah,
1: yeah. Was speaking of osteoporosis, you know, this was really funny <laughs> to me. My mother had severe osteoporosis. She okay, had, and it was just I don't, you know, it was just whatever. Right? And that's funny to you. Well, no, it wasn't funny to me at all, but it was just like my kid, you know, in a perception of a kid's mind, right? <laughs> I was talking to my 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 youngest yesterday about, I was like, you know, remember Nana, you know, she had the, because we were talking about posture and, yeah, because they're getting screened for uh, the scoliosis. scoliosis thing in school. So right. then I would say, well, you know, you should really have good posture. I said, you know, my, my mother used to say that, you know, make sure you stand up straight. Otherwise your, your back is going to wind up like hers because she didn't have good posture. And uh, she goes. Really? I thought it was because of the hard water that came out of her shower so fast at her house <laughs> that it was pounding down on her back that that it made melt. her back permanently that way. What it melted her spine? I, I, well, the pressure was so hard. You know, to a kid, it's like you know any kind of you know water pressure like that when you don't have the shower saver thing on. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs>
0: No, honey, that's not what happens.
1: Isn't that funny, though, a good way to look at things like that? Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, did you know what Sophia Loren's, uh middle name was? What? Costanza. Costanza? can Kenstangia. Kenstangia. I had no I idea. yeah Isn't that interesting? Well, there you go. It's 623 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Comatics. Entry and secondary education. It's 625 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Just had a couple of uh, people... Mm-hmm. Uh, message me that uh, why wasn't uh, Farrah Fawcett on the list? Because we only had, uh, gave you five. If we're doing ten, yeah, I would have put her. I would have put Cheryl Ladd. I would have put uh, Jacqueline Bisset for sure. Uh, I mean, it, it, it
1: was a top five. It yeah. was
0: a it was a,
1: a top five of the the ones you could think of right off the top of your head.
0: There, Natasha Kinski, there's yeah. one right there for you. Woo!
1: Believe me, the five I named. There's probably uh, another five more out there that I could probably like. Charlize Theron.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm.
1: there. You go. Right you know, there.
0: you you're, you're you're way too young to have appreciated this. But uh, the year that Cheryl Teagues, dudes, you know who I'm talking about, and the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And Cheryl Teagues was in there. Life changing.
1: Life changing.
0: Life changing. I don't know what you mean by that. But. Well, I suppose if you looked it up, Cheryl Teague's Sports Illustrated, you'd say, oh, yes, okay, I understand. Ah. Would you like to laugh? Oh, yeah, I could say, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure.
2: It's Baxen Nagel's joke of the day. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. On Rock 102. Laugh it up, Fuzzball. Springfield's classic rock. Actually, laughter was not what I
0: had in mind.
1: Oh. After that discussion. Yes, but there will be tears if you know what I'm <laughs> oh, saying. I know All that right. That. That's right. Uh, Guy's uh, talking to his buddy. He goes, You know, for Valentine's Day, my wife finally fulfilled a fantasy of mine when she dressed up as a nurse. He goes, Oh, yeah? That really turned you on? He goes, Oh, yeah. I got to role play having access to health care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? That's a fantasy because it's so hard to come by this time of year. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: 629 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Taxland, Boston Road, and Springfield. Cottage Street in East Hampton. Or online at TaxLandOnline.com, his local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Max. Uh, police in
1: three communities are investigating alleged threats received yesterday, all deemed non-credible in Northampton. Mass State <laughs> Police confirmed that there was a threat received by that school. A call was made to the Northampton Safety Dispatch around 12.14 p.m. alleging a threat. The threat was deemed non-credible by the Northampton Police following the search of the school. Uh, these, there's really no details on these, but one happened in South Hadley. And one happened in Ludlow as well. It's uh, the third day in the row of s- Massachusetts schools having received threats from all from Greenfield all the way to Boston.
0: Eight of them yesterday. Yeah, it's unbelievable.
1: Three here, eight throughout the state.
0: <sighs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I, I, I you know, the thing I- about it is, is that when you're a kid, when you're young, and uh, and your life was an open book. You don't even think about how stupid your behavior can be and how disruptive uh, it can uh, sometimes be. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you're having fun. You're making the phone calls or sending the emails thinking, oh, just a bunch of laughs. Yeah. Uh, this ain't funny, kids. This ain't funny. This yeah. this, this winds up stretching out resources. But it wastes time. The, the Not other, good.
1: The other thing is it's not it doesn't necessarily need someone to be from here. The, the this is this could be you know, they did one of these uh saw this documentary about these like underground like computer people yeah like the you know the ones that are on the dark web and all that stuff they're the ones that do things like this like send mixed signals scrambled signals where the phone is coming from they can never trace where the call is coming from right and it's a problem for local police
0: departments but you remember a couple of years ago when they were like <laughs> i don't know four or five of these out of uh, the palmer school system Oh, it was like every day it yeah. was going on for like a month. It was ridiculous. Now that was probably kids doing that one. Mm-hmm. Eight in the same state all at once—that yeah. does seem like you know maybe something uh, you know a little bit more nefarious, a little bit more spread out. But you know, it's it's, it's like you know, kids sometimes think this is hilarious, and it's and it's it's not. And yeah. if it is, you know, a hacker or something like that, that should be pretty concerning too.
1: Uh, Springfield College officials are reminding students about public safety after a sexual assault was reported this week. According to Carrie Colman, chief of staff at Springfield College, an investigation is uh, being conducted after a student reported a sexual assault on Tuesday afternoon that happened in a campus residence hall. The students, staff, and faculty of Springfield College were alerted Wednesday using the Rave Alert System. Residents of the building and uh, leaders of student government met with members of the student affairs and public safety staff Tuesday night and Wednesday afternoon to ensure communication is being relayed to everyone. Students on campus are being reminded to lock their doors and be aware of their surroundings. Doors should not be propped open on any building on campus and uh, be sure to have IDs ready when entering buildings. Additional public safety patrols were added and are available to escort those who feel unsafe when walking across campus. If anyone on campus sees something unusual, they're urged to call the public safety office. Um, It's it's surprising you don't hear a lot about anything, a lot of activity coming out of that Springfield College area.
0: No, but, you know, they have I mean, I'm pretty sure they have their own, you know, campus public safety stuff that uh, keeps everything under wraps. Right. I I mean, I know when I was uh, when, in school, and granted, it's a million years ago, but we had we had campus police, and uh, a lot of the shenanigans that uh, were going on around campus were never reported to uh, the media. Right. We all kept it under wraps. There's probably
1: a lot of stuff that happens that goes way underreported that you oh, never my. hear about.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, whatever happens in college stays in college.
1: Well, it's like you know you're on Reddit and you're looking at like those public freakout videos, and you're seeing all these scenes of things happening. Mm-hmm. Like this is happening somewhere, but I haven't seen an article about it anywhere. Because there's, there's just so much news to cover, I guess. I know. A uh, Springfield man was arrested after allegedly driving away from a traffic stop in Northampton on Tuesday night, according to Northampton Police Lieutenant Barowski, who doesn't have a first name, apparently.
0: No, Police Lieutenant. At, his first uh, name. at
1: around 7.30 p.m. on Locust Street, officers conducted a traffic stop uh, with a on a vehicle with Connecticut plates. The operator took off driving towards the center of Northampton and crashed into an oncoming truck on Main Street. The driver took off on foot. Abre- officers were able to arrest Pedro Rosario of Springfield behind Hotel Northampton he's being charged with uh, possession of class A drugs withholding evidence from criminal proceeding uh, reckless operation of a motor vehicle failure to stop for police resisting arrest leaving the scene of property damage unlicensed operator of a motor vehicle unregistered motor vehicle uninsured motor vehicle and a fugitive from justice warrant but no prize money for you you're just going home with these
0: consolation prizes
1: on the prize right
0: estimated retail value of defending yourself in court this is priceless
1: you know you get the, you get pulled over by the cops the worst thing you could do is drive away from them you, you know, know i'm not i'm not into this uh, traffic <laughs> stop i'm sorry i'm leaving <laughs> listen officer i don't really have time for this today yeah.
0: uh, i'm going to leave this isn't working out for me really um yeah, I know a lot of cops, and uh, many of them have uh, quite a sense of humor on them. But when you uh, run away or drive away, as the case may be, that's when their sense of humor just completely evaporates. Yes. No sense of humor. None. They really don't like that. I, I think some of them uh, take that as an offense.
1: I can see that uh, happening, uh, being, uh, yeah, I don't know slighted by criminal <laughs> I was slighted and, today at work.
0: Yeah, and when they catch up to you, yeah. the first thing out of their mouth is you really hurt my feelings by driving away. And so, I'm going to hurt your kneecaps.
1: I still want to uh, get into the mind of the guy who was driving on three tires and uh, the rim the other day in Northampton. <laughs> Pass past, not not just driving drunk, but driving past another drunk driving stop. Yeah, like they'll never catch me. <laughs> get, get, They're hey. busy. Yeah. <laughs> An inspection of a smoke shop in Enfield has resulted in police seizing more than a thousand products of illicit pseudo narcotics. The Department of Consumer Protection, along with Enfield Police, conducted an inspection on Tuesday at the Smoke Plus Mart. It's a smoke with a plus sign and Mart. And Mart. Located at 169 Elm Street, the location was referred to the department for some products they had available for sale, as well as uh, concerns about the potential sale of those products to underage kids. DCP found 1,075 items with a retail value of $25,000 to (whistles) $30,000. that are illegal to sell in Connecticut due to the THC content. Those products, as well as $1,300 in cash, were seized and the two co-owners were arrested, 32-year-old Traik Memood and 30-year-old Waqis Ali, both of Enfield. They will be charged with possession of controlled substance with intent to sell. The business's license to sell THC products was also suspended. Uh, I commend the efforts of the Enfield Police Department and hope this serves as a warning to other stores that we will take the safety of our youth very seriously. That's Enfield Mayor Bob Crossati. Through our efforts of our drug-free community grant, we've been hitting hard on the dangers of vaping.
0: Interesting, because mm-hmm. you know, you know, Connecticut just, uh, just, just approved their dispensaries, right?
1: Yeah, it, but this is this is uh, this other law about the CBD thing. When you have CBD products, you know the the other. One of the other uh, chemicals in marijuana that's supposed to provide like the medic medical right uh, effects to it, you're allowed to sell CBD oil, and it's just like NA beer. Like w- an NA beer still has alcohol in it,
0: yeah, but you got to drink s- way too much to get. You'd drunk. You'd
1: have to drink forty of them to get a buzz off of because it's that's you know it's yeah. it's so so little alcohol. It's the same with the THC or the CBD. Right. You know, the CBD, you might have high CBD, but you're always going to have a little bit of THC in there. Not enough to get you messed up. But that's what these folks do is they <laughs> they sell these products under the guise of, hey, uh, this is a CBD legal product. And they, you know, lie about the percentage of how much THC is in there. And uh, all of a sudden, you got yourself an underground vape. A cartridge ring going on
0: well you know we have kind of a like a short memory here but remember how uh you know we here in massachusetts right before dispensaries started to open up yeah and you know the, the laws had changed the decriminalization had come in and you had all these businesses popping up that were saying well uh if you come to our uh our store uh we will gift you mm-hmm. yeah. uh you know s- uh, some product oh yeah, yeah, yeah and it was like oh here oh you you bought some ashtrays well here, here's a like a half ounce of weed along with it. Well, that, that as a gift. It was us. Uh, I can't remember the name of
1: the place that was over. It was over on Page Boulevard. It was next uh, to the fish Mary tank. Mary
0: Jane. Mary uh, Jane's makes you feel better. Or, something like yeah, that. yeah, something like that.
1: And it was next to that fish store. That uh, yes. And, and and what they were doing was charging a twenty dollar cover charge, and with that cover charge, you got a bag of weed as like a parting gift. Yeah. You buy a- if you wanted it, you didn't have to take it. Yeah,
0: I mean, we're, we're not going to force you to take it, but I mean, it's on us, and, and it's a gift,
1: and uh, that irked the police.
0: Yeah, they didn't like that one at all
1: because, well, because he wasn't technically doing anything illegal by the laws that were put in place. He really wasn't doing anything Technic-
0: technically. Technically, that is that right. is true. That's why he was doing it. But it was one, and it was like one of those weird loopholes that he was able to find that yeah. sp- people tend to exploit and i assume that it's not that much different than this place in enfield with the cbd you know you've changed <laughs> the laws right. but you haven't gotten to the point yet where anyone's be able to make a hell of a lot of money on it yet yeah and so that's coming but you know some people yeah well, some people want to exploit those loopholes the best they can i remember going in um Well, I, I needed, I, I bought a
1: vape cartridge from a dispensary, right? Okay. And it was when, it was when this place over here was open, Planet Vape. It was on Shaker Road. Yeah. And it was, I remember when it was Dick's Convenience. This is a, where (laughs) stuff was, you know? Uh, But I, but I remember going in there and I was looking for a battery for the cartridge that I had. And I brought the cartridge in with me and I said to the guy, I said, uh, hey, um, do you have a battery for this particular cartridge? And he, uh, he's, yes, I do. Okay, all right, so then he he shows me the batteries. Right. Uh, Might I ask, where did you get that cartridge? And I said, oh, it's actually from the dispensary. It's got, uh, you know, a little bit of the devil's lettuce juice inside of here, right? Sure. How much you pay at dispensary? And I said, I don't know, like $40? And he goes... I have one for 20. <laughs> and I said, Oh, all right, 20. Well, maybe not today, but I'll just buy the battery, but uh, at least I know. And they were THC filled cartridges. He was oh, selling yeah. them illegally. Huh. And I wouldn't have said anything had he uh, not closed. And yeah. now I can, you know, now, at least now you can. Now you can peel back the curtain and see the man behind the operation. <laughs> and, uh, so I said, uh, I said, uh, I said, all right. So uh, I said, do you have these available? Because he had them like locked under a. It was locked under a case. Like, oh, like, you gotta like, lock those up. And he opened it up, and he, it was kind of like in a like a suitcase, like you, you were seeing that briefcase <laughs> in Pulp Fiction when they opened it up, and it was you know a soul or something in there. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, next time you come in, you ask, you say, Raj says, give this man some skittles. <laughs> right? You had to you speak in code? Well, yeah. Well, I didn't have to use the accent while I was doing it. Oh, yes. I could have just, yeah, Raj uh, sent me for some Skittles here, right? And, Hello. Okay. And, uh, my uh, name is Raj. Steven. Yeah. My I name would is, like
0: some Skittles. I would like some Skittles. With...
1: Raj sent me. <laughs> and uh, I never bought I never bought a cartridge from the guy. No? I, I never, never got there to it. And then they and then they wound up they wound up closing everything up, remember? They
0: I do. I do. And of course and of course a lot of those places couldn't survive the uh the pandemic either, so that's too bad.
1: Uh MGM Springfield is set to announce extended hours of operation at restaurants and amenity attractions and will begin today. The announcement of extended hours for Tap Sports Lounge, Tap Bowling Lanes, uh Costa, The Roasted Bean, The Top Swing Golf Suite uh, will be made uh, Tuesday uh morning by MGM Springfield, the announcement. Oh, they made the announcement on Tuesday. Well, this is kind of dumb that they're kind of updating the story today.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But anyway, the expanded hours for the attractions will be as follows. TAP uh, Sports Lounge will be open uh, Thursday from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. and then midnight on the weekends. And now it's going to be open from Monday. um, It wasn't open during the week. Like, it wasn't open... uh,
0: I don't it, think was it was just open o- Friday and Saturday, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or it was open late in the day. Yeah, uh, that's going to be from four to eleven Monday through Wednesday. Now, the bowling lanes; those will be open till eight p.m. Uh, Costa, uh, what is that one?
0: Uh, Costa, I don't. You know, I've, I'm ashamed to say I I I don't really know. Uh, the
1: roasted bean—that's the new little coffee kiosk they got in there. That's going to be open every day from seven to ten p.m. You know, I went down there. I was going to get a cup of coffee at that thing, and it was closed the other day. Yeah. So that would be nice if it that, was open that would, all the time.
0: That would be nice. Now, Costa's got, like, uh, it's, it's, an, it's Italian. Even though I thought Costa was more of a Portuguese name. But you know, what do I know? What do I know? Don't yeah. mix the two. Now, I'm looking at the, uh, the picture of the website. That looks like Italian food to me. Okay. There you have it. All right. Well, did, you, did you see this story, though? What? Uh, and Mass Live had this yesterday. On the very first day that uh, legal sports betting was yeah. uh, open in Massachusetts, MGM took in fifty-seven thousand dollars on the very first day in sports bets.
1: That's uh, that's not a bad take on the first day. On the first, that's day. not even the rest of the days leading up to the big game. No,
0: that's wow. <laughs> that's just the first day, January thirty-first. I mean, that's that's like that's unbelievable.
1: It's very unbelievable, fifty-seven grand. Damn.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't do it, and uh, I no. know you didn't do it on the first day. No, I Dom did, Sarno yeah. did it on the first day. I
1: did it the day before the Super Bowl, and uh, by the way, I went and cashed my winnings in the other day. And and uh, I took uh, twenty dollars and I put it on Danny Hamlin to win the Daytona Five Hundred. You did. I did.
0: Okay, and and what's the payout if he wins?
1: Ah, it's like a hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. That's listen, it's not bad. It's not bad. No, you know the 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 idea that you're going to win millions of dollars. That's only if you have a lot of money to play and you happen to win on some like you know out of the out of the park. Uh, yeah, that's,
0: know, that's result. Pure dumb luck for you to win something like that.
1: Yes. Your uh, Pioneer Valley uh, forecast is going to be rainy today with a high of 60. Tomorrow, more rain with a high of 57. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 653. And Elton John with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. going to be rainy today with a high of
1: 60. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 57. 40 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, tomorrow on the show Mike Quincy from consumer from uh, consumer reports their uh what is the the new car issue Oh it's the big uh I think it's the April issue but it comes out
1: you know at the end of March because they're ahead of themselves <laughs> it's not even the end of
0: February yet
1: no it's the, it's the big issue they have every year and it's uh, being released today ah. and then uh tomorrow he'll talk
0: about it all right. Very good. So that's uh, tomorrow on the show. And later on today, uh, Steve Shippey, the host of Shock Docs on the uh, the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus, is a brand new episode coming out called uh, Michigan Hell House. Apparently, it's a house in Michigan uh, that's like a house from hell.
1: A house from hell.
0: Yeah, I haven't read all the, uh, the details about it yet. Oh, it's scary stuff. I'm sure it is. Scary stuff.
1: Uh, fast food joints. Yes. The worst bang for your
0: buck. Shake Shack. Never been to a Shake Shack. I've
1: never been to one either. I always wanted to go. Really? But now this, I there's don't. Not, there's none around, around here. No, there isn't none around here. Probably in uh, New York City. Mm. Probably would be the closest one. Or Boston. I don't know where, where Shake Shacks are. But uh, not anywhere around here. Fast food prices have increased over the years. Some of them are still worth the price. Others, not so much. A new study. New
0: study. Okay, here we go. Ready,
1: yep. set. A new study uh, selected 12 fast food and fast casual prices and ranked them based on the average cost of a popular meal nationwide. Panera bread is the priciest, almost $15 per meal. I got to tell you, Panera bread is way overpriced. Way, way, way overpriced. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean... We uh we we went there but to eat. Food
0: is overpriced. That's that's part of it.
1: Yeah, but we went uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. We went and had like soup and sandwich, right? Okay. It was thirty dollars for two people, a half a sandwich and a bowl of soup. That's thirty bucks. That's ridiculous. Get drinks, coffee, chips comes with the meal. Does it or is that an additional and upcharge? No, it came with the meal. Just a bunch of crap, though. Uh, Yeah, Chipotle is second. That's also very expensive. Followed by Blaze Pizza. I never had Blaze Pizza. Never had that. Shake Shack and Jersey Mike's.
0: Now, Jersey Jersey Mike's is starting to come
1: into the area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's not the original. When I was a kid in New Jersey... Jersey Mike's was like we we lived near the Anchor Store before he expanded and you know he had maybe two stores okay back in like the the late eighties how that was, was it it was really good but then when I had the chain version down in Atlanta uh, yeah. no it was more like a like a Subway sandwich which you know you can get that anywhere we, too
0: we've, we've talked about this before the the one that gets me I just I mean I I, I just don't understand it I mean it's good but it's like it's just okay. It's Chick Fil A. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't see the, I, it, it, there's don't like see a the cult. Hype. There's like a cult behind it. No, I don't see. The, I don't see the hype in that.
1: I really it's, don't.
0: I mean, it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's it's not. It's not as bad. The, but it's but it's not something I'm going to wait thirty five cars deep in in Chick-fil-A or
1: Enfield. The only thing I appreciate about a Chick Fil A is the fact that they put their little ketchup condiment in a little tray that you can dip your uh, fries and nuggets into, as yeah. opposed to a, a packet. Uh, McDonald's and Chick-fil-A are the cheapest. They're both just under $9. This is for, like, just a meal. Sure. Uh, But which one feels the most overpriced for what you get? And it was Shake Shack was by far the place that people think is too pricey for what it is. Uh, Yeah. The worst bang for your buck is also Chick-fil-A? Maybe that's true, then. I I don't know. Because they, they boasted to be this great chicken sandwich, and frankly... I had a better chicken sandwich at a sheets.
0: A gas station chicken a sandwich gas station is better than going to Chick Fil A. You got that right, Buster. Really? Why did I say that? I don't. I don't. I don't even know why you use the word Buster. You we know, know what, we're
1: talking. We're talking about old people today, so I was using my boomer talk.
0: You know what places opening up? I can't believe how many locations are like bursting all ah, over the place. Ah. Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes is all over the place I right now. I think there's one going in Westfield. Now that you mention that, Popeyes. Yeah. I used to eat Popeyes all the time. I used to gobble that stuff up by the box load. Eat the the biscuits and the red beans and rice and just go I would go to town on a box of uh, of Popeyes. Now they're yeah. everywhere.
1: Do you ever go to Mount Olive? Uh Popeye gets really upset you know a Popeyes Mount reference. Olive.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, not that one. Uh, but oh man, that's good stuff. You, at least it used to be. Haven't been to a Popeyes in a long time.
1: I think I went when the. Uh, I've only been when that chicken sandwich craze was going on. And again, yeah. Sorry, not the best chicken sandwich I've ever had.
0: Well, where's the best chicken sandwich you ever had? The sheets. At I have, the she- at, at the, the sheets. sheets really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even think at the time, even before I had the sheets. Because I had a bad, had a bad experience with the I've sheets had, once. I've yeah. had the sheets Boom. before. Make um, no mistake. Uh, that's like one of the things I'm looking forward to just for the road trip to my vacation. <laughs> was like, no, we got to stop at a sheet. You know, everybody else is going to like, you know, historical locations and having a good time at the beach. I'm like, we got to get to that sheets. <laughs> don't even tell me there's a Wawa on the way. Uh, but yeah, it's. I don't even know where I was going with that. I mean, it was, <laughs> And that's it. That's uh, all. it. it, yeah, that's it. it. It's, it's too late. Anyway. It's
0: six fifty-nine with
2: Bax and Nagle on Rock 102 Two. Is I-91 ice? And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Winter Storm Headquarters. Before and after the storm. Hey, good morning sports
0: fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but I'm a little up to here with paying all those reasonable prices at Gillette Stadium. Whether it's the inexpensive ticket prices or the reasonable cost of refreshments, the undervalued parking fees, or the way they are practically giving away all that Patriots merchandise for free. Isn't it about time the Kraft family stopped trying to save me a few bucks and start thinking about their own financial security for a while? I would certainly think so. But, of course, I'm not the one running the show over there. I'm just a consumer who finds that I'm always leaving Foxborough with way too much money left in my pockets. Well, friends, I am delighted to tell you that the Patriots are finally hearing those complaints, and so they have announced that they will be raising all ticket prices for next season, every single one of them. According to reports, this will be the first stadium-wide price increase in 15 years. Of course, there's also some reports out there from some flimsy rag known as Newsweek that claims the Patriots already had the third highest ticket price in the NFL. But with a $225 million renovation project set to be wrapped up by the start of next season, the Patriots informed fans yesterday they'll be passing that bill on to you, which I appreciate completely. Who wants to sit in an updated stadium without an additional upcharge? I certainly wouldn't want to do it, and neither should you. Of course, for you cheapskates looking to save a few bucks like it's like your life depended on it, the team will be rolling out some new parking changes, such as free parking in all stadium lots. You can also earn a $50 gift card if you choose to park in the 75-minute delayed release lot. There will also be stadium-side parking for season ticket holders that will only cost you $25 a game. Me? I'd just be happy knowing that for each dollar that I spend goes directly to the team allowing them to sign multi-million dollar contracts with players and pay for all those potentially legal massages at the local rub and tug up and down route one if i can help defray that cost then i would feel like i'd be doing my part to help out the team and honestly is that so wrong i don't think so but hey enough of my yapping sports brought to you by rocky's ace hardware pliers plus needle nose pliers Only seven bucks. It's a seven-buck tool sale going on at Rocky's Stanley Craftsman Irwin Tools. Seven bucks. Like a Stanley 25-foot tape measure or a Craftsman tool bag. Real deals. The seven-buck tool sale going on right now at Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
2: Rock 102.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 712. And ZZ Top with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: It is going to be rainy today with a high of 60. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 57. It is uh, 40 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: So I'm beyond the the point in my life where I want to have more children. I assume you're probably at that point, too.
1: At the what point?
0: The point in your life where you don't really want to have more children. Like you've you've kind of like no 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 I'm done yeah I'm done three there's is, no
1: uh, there's no uh, making uh, babies in the baby factory and
0: there ain't no baby factory open there you go yeah. see see that's uh, yeah. that's you're at the the age where that makes a lot of sense
1: not that I don't like children I I adore children I just don't want to have any more that's all
0: yeah I mean yeah. Uh, there's a there's a limit yeah you know I mean I I adore children too but it's like. Uh, after three, and at my age, I'm like, hmm, we're all good here.
1: If it was 10 years ago, I'd probably welcome another one.
0: Yeah, but now I'm, I'm too old. Too I old. I don't want to do that. An experimental contraceptive drug uh, has been uh, effective in temporarily disabling sperm in male mice. Male mice are horny little they creatures. They are horny They, uh, they will yeah. go to town. Anyway, a, stu- a study published uh, Tuesday this week at uh, the Weill Cornell Medical College in New York is bringing science one step closer to developing a short-term fast-acting birth control for men. Uh, and uh, it's a non-hormonal thing. So mm-hmm. if you if you take it, the uh, the concept is it will render your sperm useless, useless for a certain window of time. And then once you like 24 hours pass yeah. Then, uh, then all of a sudden, it's like your sperm is ready to go. They're, they've been uh, revived, okay. so you have to. It, it's you know you have to continue to take this if you choose not to impregnate somebody. So
1: it's like a birth control pill. is It, what is, it is.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the study found that male mice treated with the compound exhibited normal mating behavior, but resulted in zero pregnancies in in mice. Whereas male mice given a placebo and impregnated pregnant their mates 30% of the time, the male mice received uh, remained infertile for up to two and a half hours, with some sperm regaining mobili- motility three hours after receiving the compound. And within 24 hours, the male mice regained full f- fertility with no side effects observed in the male or the female mice. Wow, those mice. So you take this pill, it's a race against time. Yeah. You better be sure... That you're not just wasting these things like uh, like Altoids.
1: <laughs> you can't just pop them <laughs> in your mouth.
0: No, you can't. Like you you couldn't you couldn't uh, like uh, take a fistful of these and then go to the old Wrinkle Ranch in uh, West Springfield, the old uh, old Geraldines. Yeah. Hoping to you know you save yourself the uh, the embarrassment of an unwanted pregnancy. Nobody is, wants that. Well, yeah. of course, at that place, if you found a woman who was still fertile. <laughs> It'd be a, it'd yeah, be a damn miracle. That was
1: always a safe bet. <laughs> where yeah. you didn't have to worry about that. Was the thing you didn't have to worry about? Yeah, you had to I mean, worry
0: about all the diseases uh, and the herpes, gonorrhea, flesh searing syphilis. Yeah. You know, flesh-searing syphilis yeah. Those were those were right. always on the menu. Right, but not uh, but not pregnancy. You know, if this were around <laughs> when I was young, I would have taken it. Yeah. The problem is the best form of contraception for me in my uh, younger days was my personality <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't need to take a yeah pill. I, yeah i uh, there's plenty of times where i didn't need to take a pill either no you yeah. really didn't because just just based on who yeah. you were and what you look like that was enough for having every girl in the bar say nah i think i'm all set yeah
1: there were a lot of uh, spent torpedoes that were deemed useless at that point too <laughs> you know it's funny you bring this up because uh i was looking uh let me see if i can find this now it was a. Uh, Friend of mine on Facebook yesterday posted this like thing about uh, she was in a she was in a Walgreens because you know it was Valentine's Day and candy sixty day after Valentine's Day candy sixty percent off. Yep. She said there was a boy no older than fifteen years old in front of me in line. He was buying Plan B contraceptive that came to fifty six dollars. My thoughts were, oh my god, this is a boy, and it made me think of the young girl as well. Uh, kids, wow. Then my next thoughts were. That these kids were being responsible, smart, and he's obviously supporting his girlfriend to to make what they feel is the best logical decision. It made me feel indifferent about the whole thing. Uh, however, proud of them, uh, you know. So that was the thing. And then somebody somebody responded with, uh, or he's buying it for his mom, right?
0: Ooh, and I was
1: like, buying it for his mom. I used to cringe when I had to buy maxi pads for my mom. <laughs> Hey, uh, son, can you go pick me up a pack of Paul Malls and a Plan B? (laughs) And hurry up! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully that is for you. (laughs) That's going to be an awkward Mother's Day this year. Yeah, boy. Try try explaining that one.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> my, my plan B kit is a burner phone and a bus ticket somewhere across the country. You'll never hear from me again. Ultimately, it's the same result, right. isn't it? Yes. Anywho, anyhow, uh, I don't know, but it's just like any other drug, you know, it's just as effective and could not be effective yeah. in the ways that you, you know, w- The time that you really want it to be effective, it might not be.
0: Well, I think what what I like about it is you know they're saying that there's there's no side effects. Yeah. Now I don't fully believe that. I'm sure there's going to be one or two side effects that uh, you know maybe long term use of this stuff. I mean, am I going to get man boobs? Am I going to get a you know, sprout extra nipples. Yeah. Uh, am I going to have a perineum problem? No, I don't.
1: think I you're gonna have a Perineum problem. <laughs> I, really, I really, don't want that. Is it perineum or perineum?
0: I don't know. I think I'm it's just perineum. going. I'm just going with what the Jardian's commercial oh, says. Oh yeah, I bet. And uh, I don't want that. I, I mean, I knew exactly what they were talking about. I'm like, mm, you know, I'm all set with that. I'd, I'd rather. I'd rather have the disease. I'm taking this for, frankly. Yeah. But uh, you know, I mean, I want to. I want to know that you know, what I'm taking is going to be, you know, safe long term. But, yeah, but I mean, there's been around when listen, I when I when I when I needed it. Yeah, I would have taken it. They they're still saying uh, cuz I read this not too
1: long ago um about like aspirin. They still don't know the long-term effects of aspirin cuz it hasn't been studied that much. Yeah. It's studied to a point where they go, "Okay, well, if you take too many of them, this is what happens to you if you, you know, if you don't yeah, you know, they know they know certain things that that it can cause, but they really don't know the long-term side effects of it.
0: Well, you know the reality of most pharmaceuticals, and it's and, and no, this is not just about COVID vaccines; it's really all of them. What most pharmaceuticals do is they just take care of symptoms. Yeah, it doesn't go and solve why you have a certain condition. No. It's really just to mask the fact you have a condition. You still have the condition. They're just hiding all the things that make you say, hey, I think I've got a condition. Right, and they distract you by having people play
1: uh, like lawn darts while they're giving all the <laughs> the, the, the yeah.
0: description of all the side effects that could happen. And meanwhile, to you. you're at home going, yeah. "I would like to play lawn yeah. darts, or I would like yeah. to I would like to uh, uh, do yoga in a park, or run on a beach." Uh, side effects
1: include uh, extreme diarrhea and uh, possible death. <laughs> but look at this woman riding a horse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a, I don't know if you ever saw the movie uh, Eric Bogosian's uh, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. No. So it's basically like a one man show when he's doing a bunch of you know individual uh, you know like skits in this whole thing. It's yeah. just him, and he's doing one where it's it's he's playing a doctor and he's he's got a guy uh, in his office and he's got to give him a, a new pill. They said this will definitely take care of uh, of your problem, and then he goes into the laundry list of of side effects, and it it it's about Ten straight minutes of side effects, and each one of them are more awful than the next. Mm -hmm. He said, but take this, and if if it doesn't work for you, you let me know. It's (laughs) It's like <laughs> if it doesn't and, work yeah, yeah, I mean, let me know I mean yeah. you're likely to have uh, you know blood coming out of your nose and ears uh, you, you might like it'll, it'll be you oh. know, very painful urination's like you know, all these things are, are listed it's like well okay well at least uh, at least it'll fix what I'm what's ailing me
1: again there's drugs out there that haven't been tested uh, you know, or extensively tested yeah and they get put and they get a, they get just because something has FDA approval. That doesn't mean that it's a long-term safe option for you. Yeah, FDA approval just means, okay, well, we found enough evidence that this isn't going to automatically kill you when you take it. So have
0: fun. I would like to know what kind of science uh, it takes, what kind of uh, experience you need to have to be able to count mice, motility, and sperm. Like, where's the school for that? Is that a Porter and Chester class? What, where do you learn that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. It, oh, uh, you got like a microscope and say, well, that one's not moving too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those things seem to be a little yeah, sluggish.
1: Right. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you would go get a, a degree for that.
0: I don't What medical school has that as a major? What you major in? Uh, finance. About you. Uh, communication. Mouse sperm. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a
1: that's a valedictorian. Yeah, right. There. right. That's I was it. the valedictorian in my mouse sperm class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. well, yeah. there you have it. I was part of a summa cum laude. Cum Lauder, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you couldn't hear it because there were little mice. right,
1: right little it squeaks. Just little squeak. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak.
0: <laughs> it's 723 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and... Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: You know, uh, I have a little story here, but I don't know if it's going to take longer than... Uh, we're not in any rush. You're not in a rush? No. So uh, yesterday, I uh, uh, meet my lovely girlfriend down for lunch downtown Springfield, right? Where'd you go? Theodore's. Ooh, good choice. Right? So Theodore's, uh, I go in and uh, I I parked across from Stern Square there. Is it Stern Square? That's what it's called? Yeah. Right there? Yeah, I parked on that one street, whatever that's on the... That part of the square there, right? And I had enough change where I, I put the change in there. Well, my girlfriend didn't have change to put in the thing, but I look at the what's called the uh, the meter, and it says you can download this app and then put in what spot and zone you're in, right? And then uh, you will then be uh, charged. You will then be charged for whatever you know, however long you want to put the meter in for. So it's seventy five cent, whatever the whatever the hell it was, whatever the price was, right? So uh, I'm looking at this this meter, and it says, "Download the app, put in this zone number, which was identifying Springfield, and then put in the space number." So I put the space number says two sixty six on it. You know, if you're going to do this one is two sixty six, the other one is two sixty four, whatever, sure. whatever, whatever, whatever the the way it was laid out, and it says two sixty six. We come out of Theodore's, and there's a ticket on her car. That's, and, of course, the meter says expired because it doesn't change when you add money via the app. They're supposed to cross-check that to make sure that, you know, you didn't... You know what I mean? They're supposed okay. to make, try, cross-check it. So then I'm looking at the ticket, and it's given all her information and everything about her car. And then it says meter number 269L. Right? Okay. And I go, what? It says 266 or it says 264. And then on the other side of the meter, it's this weird lettering that says 26 and then it looks like a nine, like it was kind of like stickered in there. Right. So whoever the person from the Springfield Parking Authority who was writing the ticket only sees. Two sixty nine on the thing, but I'm like, well, wait a minute. They write tickets every single day. How does this person not know to look on the other side of the meter and then see if if that's? So did you take pictures of both sides of the meter? I took both pictures of both sides of the meter, and I took a picture of the citation right there next to the meter, and I, I took multiple pictures so I could, you know, have proof. That this car was in that spot that I'm talking about. Even see, these are leftovers on oh, top yeah. of the car, right? Uh, I just and and there's nobody around. Like I didn't even see this guy. They, they must hide in the alleyways, waiting for people to get out because it happened literally five minutes after we got out of the car. After she what time out? did you get there? Eleven. 50, let's say it was eleven forty nine, and it, this happened at eleven fifty four. Was the ticket was written, and you're looking up and down the street, you I, I see nobody with any kind of thing
0: in their hand. I, I've I've heard uh, <laughs> this kind of complaint before. Yeah, and uh, that you know that the the meters are a little unclear as to what the numbers are. Yeah. And I've heard that I've heard that before and I think if 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 she goes to court to fight this well, I always, she'll have no problem with so it.
1: So I go on and it says uh, to pay this go online to this website some lawyer website that they have it sounds like a law firm that handles all the payments. Right. Cuz we need a middleman to do that. All right. Uh, cuz if you're screwing up numbers on the meters you're probably screwing up numbers on the accounting. That's why we hired a firm to do this for you. <laughs> But it, but it's like you. This is the pain in the ass now. I we have to appeal it, which I did. I went online to their to their website to appeal it. But you have to write, and I didn't even get like a receipt in my email saying we've received your uh, your appeal. So I don't even know if they've even gotten the appeal did, yet. Did you get a receipt for payment? She didn't pay it. We're not paying it. We're appealing. No, 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 yeah.
0: for, for paying for the parking.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. I have the I have the screenshot of the app with the, with the uh, right. with the parking number and as much of a pain
0: I, in the ass as it's gonna yeah, be, you're gonna I, you're gonna I, get out of this without a problem.
1: I get it. that I'll get out of it. But what kind of people are writing these tickets? Who's not looking at the numbers and going, "Oh yeah, well I see why he put two sixty six and not 269. Cause that's not the side of the meter that you put the money into. All the instructions and yep. the numbers are on the meter, right on the side that, that says, "Download this app, put the money in, or you know, put the money in that way." You only on the when we came back and saw the ticket did I see two sixty nine on the yeah. other side of that
0: meter. You do understand, and I know you understand this: that the reason they do this at all is because it is a revenue-generating proposition. Course it is. Yeah. So they assume that even if they and give you the ticket, the average slob that gets the ticket yeah. is not going to fight it. They're just going to pay the ticket or, or, or not pay the well, ticket and, and, and incur extra fines. We waited for a half
1: hour because I wanted to confront <laughs> this person. And I was going to call them out going, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. And, and I know that the, all they were going to say is, take it up with the appeals board. I don't care if I'm going to take it up. I will take it up with the appeals board, but I am going to publicly shame you on Worthington
0: Street right, right. now. Here's here's the larger question. Yeah. of this whole thing, and, yeah. I, and I and I understand the inconvenience and yeah. and all of it. I really do, and I'm with you. I'm with you on this one. My question to you is, how was the lunch? The burnt ends were delicious. Of course they were. And then I or- I over ordered. What did
1: you get? I ordered a beef brisket. Yeah. With all the fixing, you know, it oh, comes yeah. with mac and cheese and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. I, I I barely ate any
0: of it. I always get the uh, the short rib. Oh my god, it's so damn good. You know, that's the one I want to try, but it's thirty dollars. <sighs> yeah, but it's 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 literally two meals because these short ribs are about the size well, of a shoe. Th-
1: I've made I've so far I've made
0: the. Uh, one- To three meals
1: out of it yeah. from when eating it. uh, Last night I had it for dinner, and I had some for breakfast this morning. So damn good. Um, But, yes, the food was absolutely delicious. That's more But the Springfield Parking Authority needs to sit on a tack.
0: It's uh, (laughs) 732 on Rock 102.
1: Here's your Western map.
0: 735 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh-oh. Another hat being thrown into the ring for mayor.
1: Oh, boy. State Representative Orlando Ramos is set to hold a news conference this morning to announce whether he will be a candidate in this November's mayoral election. Did he already kind of announce that? Because uh, I heard
0: that Orlando was considering it.
1: Uh, well, well, now he's making a, a news conference to say whether or not he will do it. And I'm guessing that if you're holding a news conference, you're probably going to say, yes, I'm doing it. Because why would you hold a news conference to go, I have made my decision. I will not be running for mayor. I will be uh, ordering a large coffee at Dunkin' Donuts right after this press conference.
0: So uh, Orlando Ramos, uh, Justin Hurst, Mm -hmm. and uh, and now Mayor Dom-Dom.
1: Well, is Dom running again?
0: As far as I know. I
1: don't know. I mean, maybe he's uh, maybe he's throwing in the towel. I don't know what's going on with this guy. What's is he? Is he? Uh, I haven't heard him talk I have, about re-elections or anything.
0: I have not heard him talk about any desire to stop being the mayor of Springfield. See, this is my
1: uh, because uh, how many people did we have running for mayor the last time that it was open four years ago? <sighs> did we have a, more than one
0: candidate? I'm trying to think. I don't know if the last if he had anybody running against him last time or the one the that one year that Jose Tesado ran against him. Oh, right. There was that, and Jose had a You know, they, that was a that was a pretty good campaign. contested race. Right, that was a contested race. Mm-hmm. But, but that was also be. I think that was also, and I could be wrong about this. I think that was also before it became a four year term, because Domazie is the longest serving mayor. Yeah. In the city's entire four thousand year history.
1: Well, it says a lot about a person who keeps getting elected like that.
0: Well, it, you know,
1: I you know, mean, you're a solid uh, cheerleader for the city of Springfield.
0: He he is that. I mean, I'm not listen. I'm not going out and supporting any candidate because that's that's just not what I do. But uh, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to say that he. I don't need uh, your
1: support bags. I support myself. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm not being critical of the guy at all. I mean, I think he's done a a a a, a, a wonderful job as the mayor of the city. Yeah. But there are some people, you know, and the longer you're there, the more they want to tear you down. I just, uh, when there's so many people running for the same
1: office, it's just kind of like, well, this is what primaries are for, right? Right. You know, to make sure that you eliminate uh, the folks uh, that you don't want in the final dance. Mm Mm-hmm. You made it to the big dance.
0: Let me me look at uh, Dominic Sarno's Wikipedia page. Yes. He has one? He's got one. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh In 2019 he won re-election defeating challenger and local activist Yolanda Cancel with 77% of the vote. Oh, okay. So uh there was that and uh ran in 2015 ran against uh Sarcasta sarcasta again with 77% of the vote. Uh 2011, that was the one with Jose Tesado winning 71%. And uh you yeah, know, he's listen Hard to run against Dom Sarno. Hard to run. And I'm, sh- I'm sure the other two candidates are fully aware of that.
1: You know, I went to Mars once.
0: Really? That's why
1: there's no signs of life out there.
0: <laughs> okay. And
1: I don't play hide and seek. I play hide and pray I don't find you, meathead.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I can keep doing <sighs> How many we, uh, can we keep doing these? I don't know. He, you know, here's uh, something. Here's something. Uh, you, you, everyone says, well, you can't uh, trust anything on Wikipedia. Yeah. They have uh, the the, uh, the 2011 uh, mayoral election results. Uh, Dom Sarno wins over Jose Tassado. And they have this written down. Uh, Antoine Pepe. It was Antoinette Pepe. Yeah. Antoine? Yes. You can't Antoinette. trust anything on Wikipedia. My God. The late Antoinette Pepe. I love that lady. She and was awesome. She really was. She was. Yeah. Got to know her pretty well.
1: You Good. know, every morning I visit an active volcano <laughs> to get some of the best damn espresso on earth, <laughs> and I bring it back to La Florentina, and I sit there with my friends. and There I'm you talking. go. Yeah. Nothing wrong go. with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. You're, uh, oh, it's not even time to end the You Lares haven't even
0: yet. done any news stories yet. I ha-
1: Have I? Hardly. I don't, yeah, I don't think I did, did I?
0: Well, you did, uh, or Orlando Ramos, uh, announcing or his intentions. Yeah.
1: Uh, the state trial court is ensuring the safety of the parking garage beneath the courthouse in downtown Springfield after chunks of concrete fell from the ceiling on Friday. Ah, oh, that's good. The trial court spokesperson, Jennifer Donahue, said that the facilities uh, department performed an inspection that day and removed additional concrete that appeared to have uh, the potential of falling. It's the latest of the string in safety and health issues that have plagued the courthouse in recent years. <laughs> Retired Judge John Payne is serving as a mediator for a lawsuit brought against the trial court. Uh, he said that the age of the building has played a role in its issues. The building is uh, working on 50 years of age. There have been problems with it almost from the beginning, and we're hopeful uh, that DCAM and the trial court will come up with a plan as how to deal with these issues. A lot of us would like to see a new courthouse. And we'll see if that happens. The trial court said a structural engineer determined the garage is safe.
0: Parts of the garage are safe. Yeah. Like uh, the exit. Uh,
1: uh, Is this garage safe, sir? Oh, yeah. This whole thing is safe. It's that mold that's going to kill you up in the corner up there. (laughs) Listen,
0: you got a major interstate highway on the roof. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah.
1: You got a major thoroughfare running through this place. It's actually, it's not the 91 garage. It's the garage underneath the courthouse.
0: Oh, that's the one they're talking yeah. about? Oh, so I, that, thought the, I, I thought it was the the one underneath the 91. No. Oh. See, that makes a
1: lot of sense. You know, I always wondered, I'm like, where are these judges aren't parking under that highway and walking over here. It's not like there's lots of parking spaces around the outside of that building. I didn't yeah. realize there was a garage under there.
0: The fact that it's far... The fact that you got large chunks of concrete should surprise nobody. Probably probably built by the same people that had the Civic Center garage built many years ago. You know why there's chunks of of garage falling off?
1: (laughs) Why? Because I was walking by and I just jumped up and did one of those slap the banner things (laughs) and it fell off. That's how strong I am. Yeah, no, I understand. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, uh, sunshine right now, but then rain later today with a high of 60. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 57. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: Springfield's Classic Rock at 749 in the cars. With Bax and Nagel, and Rock 102. It's going to be rainy today with a high of 60.
1: Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 57. It is 39 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Tomorrow night, Pat Kelly and the Rock 102 road crew are going to be at Free Music Friday at MGM from 7 to 9. At the uh, the Aria Ballroom, that's uh, that's upstairs, uh, around the uh, the same floor as the the movie theater. Uh, Alex Shiloh tribute to Bruce Springsteen will be performing tomorrow night. Stop by the Rock 102 table to register for your chance to win some great prizes. That's tomorrow night seven to nine at the Aria Ballroom at MGM Springfield with Pat Kelly. And the road crew from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: All right, now hear this.
2: Now hear this with Becks and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Stupid ads. I'm so sick of these ads. Guys, These know. Uh, videos that we got.
0: Can you imagine some place uh, trying to make money using advertising as their Can sole you, form of I revenue? I Can That's, you imagine that? That's an outrage. God. Hey,
1: uh, by the way, uh, clip number one comes from C-SPAN. Former uh, Representative David Bratt, a Virginia Republican, looks on as caller on C-SPAN, asks him something a little uncouth. Ready?
0: Yep. Independence 202-748-8002. We'll start on our line for Democrats. Glenn called in from Salt Lake City, Utah. Glenn, good morning. Hi, good morning. My question is, since we're, we're spending all this money, where are we getting the money from? And my second question is, if I can s*** in your mouth. I apologize for that, Congressman. Uh, Don't take that kind of language here on the Washington Journal. Uh, We'll move on.
1: (laughs) You got to watch it, because you got to see the guy's face go, What? What did you just say? On C-SPAN? Did you just say that on national television? And you're from Utah? Uh I have seen more people get through to that C-SPAN line with fake calls, prank calls, than I have with any other, like, prank uh, people. You know, a lot of radio stations screen calls.
0: Yeah. We
1: don't. But uh, a lot of radio stations. We need to
0: hire a producer to do that. Oh,
1: you and your (laughs) magical fantasy things that you think about while we're not here. I get it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this wasn't like an open line Wednesday.
1: No, on it wasn't open line Wednesday. Yeah, but it's like who's screening? They must, they must have a process. I think a national thing like that actually calls you back. Uh,
0: I I don't know. All all yeah. I can tell you is is that there's, there's usually like a screening question beforehand. Yeah, but if you're a jerk uh, like this guy from Utah may yeah. have been, uh, you can easily manipulate the process of being screened. Yeah. If you know what you're... I am not... By the way, uh, tomorrow when we do Open Line Friday, yeah. I am not suggesting that anyone does anything like this, because I will zap you off this show faster than you, you know. could say. Bax and who? Years ago, when uh, satellite radio
1: became a thing, Yeah, and uh, I had gotten one of these units from my car. It was all clunky. It was like this thing you had to plug into your cigarette lighter, you had to put the antenna on top of your roof. It was kind of like a right. big mess. But uh, I had one of these things, and one of the one of the channels that came with it was the Playboy Channel. Like it was, oh, it's the Playboy Channel on Sirius XM. Well, they were having this like talk show, and it's like ten o'clock at night, and I'm listening to this, you know, gal talk about all kinds of sex stuff and whatnot. So I called up, and I was, <laughs> I was, I was Roger, you know, from, <laughs> from Louisiana. And, uh, and you know, I had a little rapport with the woman. Yeah. She's like, ooh, and Roger, tell me what you want to do. And I said, <laughs> well, my darling, you ever hear of a San Jose chili dog? <laughs> and, and she goes, no, what's that? And then I explained what it was. They cut me off. From the Playboy channel? They shadow? cut me off from the, and I was like, whoa, why would I pay money for this? <laughs> yes, if
2: I can't if have my can't, way with it. Yeah,
1: if I can't call up and tell you all the disgusting things on FCC Free Radio, <laughs> then what's the point of paying for a subscription?
0: Really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, You, bring, you bring up a good argument. Yeah. Hard to fight fight you on that one. Yeah.
1: Uh, t- Clip number two, two pranksters of the United Kingdom are accused of trying to start World War III after flying a balloon over the Chinese embassy in retaliation over the spy balloon flown over the United States. Here is comedy duo Josh and Archie's video of the prank that they released on TikTok. If China can use a high-altitude balloon to spy on the West, why can't the West use a high-altitude balloon to spy on China? We're going to fly a very small weather balloon over the Chinese embassy. I've never felt more like a criminal in my life. Time for the real Josh and Archie spy balloon to be released. Up it goes, up it, up it goes. Oh, this is okay, a mess. We're a tree, we're, we're a tree. OK, now we just need the wind to take it, Josh. More height. Yeah, OK, down. let's walk it round now, walk it round. Our balloon had scaled the embassy and was in Chinese airspace. That's uh, kind of dumb to do, you think? I mean, I'm I'm surprised they're not they weren't detained over this. Doesn't <laughs> there was no follow up story about them being arrested for it?
0: Yeah, well, they probably would.
1: They I mean, probably they, should be. You really think poking the bear is a good idea? Never is. Uh let's see. Uh here's a Minimart employee out of Los Angeles who grabbed a knife from a would-be attacker and chased him out the door. It's Renee Amaya, the owner of Amaya's Minimart, talking about the attack.
2: The guy, you know, he came around the corner and
1: he pointed on her a uh, big knife. But the lady said she's a brave girl because he fought against him. He got the knife and he chased him. He got the knife and he chased him at the store. <laughs> I am Puss and Boots. Paws and Boots. That's, uh, hey, good for him. You chase, somebody uh, robbing, his, uh, robbing his dojo. Uh, let's see. This one, this one really gets me. A Pennsylvania couple talks about... You ever see the movie I Love You to Death? Yeah. Okay, so a Pennsylvania couple talks about how 40 years ago, a man's wife hired teenage hitmen to kill him. They attempted to murder him five times, including trying to blow up his car, shooting him, and attacking him with baseball bats. Here are uh, Tony and Francis Toto talking about their marital troubles, heard the murder attempts, and making up. Twice, one in the back of my head, the one and on the bullet, went right through the chest.
3: And the one in his head is still there. I don't think I was thinking straight. It was like a love-hate kind of a thing.
1: And then we both cry, and uh, we sit. Say- to each other, you know. F- for now, one, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's communicate better. Something <laughs> we should have done yeah. it before. Uh,
0: yeah. If I've been shot in the yeah. head and yeah. in the chest, I think the last you, thing I want to do is you know talk it through. You you hired people to kill me, but
1: let's talk it out. Yeah, we just yeah, don't communicate. Uh, yeah, That's uh, yeah. our problem. Here's the problem. Uh, what was that? What's that song? <laughs> I don't remember. but it's, it's so funny how we don't talk anymore. Yeah, uh, But to have all of those things happen, yeah. to have your, your wife, who you've trusted, that you made
0: vows to, mm-hmm. want to kill you, that's true love right there. But that's the thing yeah. that brought them back together. And, you know, is there anything more romantic than that? How ugly is this guy that he thinks he can't get another woman somewhere? You know what I mean? Like, there
1: are plenty of fish in the sea. You know,
0: <laughs> and yet she's still stuck with him. She's uh,
1: still stuck with him. Uh, that is now here. This uh, coming up, Steve Shippey from the uh, Discovery Channels. What is it? The Ghost it Story, Shock Doc,
0: Shock, shock Michigan doc. Hell
1: House. Oh my God, we're gonna scare the living but Jesus out of you. It's uh, 7.57. Let's now hear this. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock
2: 102. Oh, yeah. Max's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Winter Storm Headquarters. Before and after the storm. Hey, good
0: morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? Let's say for the purpose of conversation that I was to have a fully survivable myocardiac infarction. You know, a heart attack. Right in the middle of open line Friday. Or am I the a-hole? And let's say that I decided in the middle of my recovery to show up at Bacon Fest at the log cabin. After cheating death with a major life-threatening medical event, how much time do you think I'm going to spend thinking about what jacket I'm going to wear? I'll tell you how much. Almost none. I've only got two jackets, and one doesn't fit right. Having said that, why is everyone bent out of shape over the jacket that Bill Safety Demar Hamlin wore at the Super Bowl? As you might know, Demar Hamlin has spent the last couple of days defending the jacket he wore at the Super Bowl after former NFL running back Adrian Peterson criticized him for wearing it. Why? Because Peterson believes that the abstract depiction of Jesus on the jacket was blasphemous and disrespectful, but mostly blasphemous. Yesterday, DeMar Hamlin took to Twitter and addressed the criticism by saying, quote, after talking with my parents, I understand how my coat could have offended some people. It was never my intention to hurt or disrespect anyone. The coat is abstract art to me. Folks not for nothing but isn't this the same adrian peterson that was once suspended in 2014 for beating his four-year-old son with a tree branch wasn't this the same guy who was forced to pay more than eight million dollars after defaulting on a bank loan and to car dealerships four years later isn't this isn't this the same adrian peterson who was arrested last year for beating his wife on a flight to houston forcing the plane to return to lax so he could be arrested and yet he's got the nerve to call a guy out because he wore the wrong coat because it's disrespectful? Listen, I wouldn't have worn the coat in the Super Bowl either, but that's mostly because it was a 74 degree day in Arizona. Nevertheless, the last person I'm going to take behavioral lessons from is Adrian freaking Peterson, because you, my friend, are the last person who should be talking about disrespect. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Some birds fly south for the winter, Tough old birds like you stick around. Go to Rockies, get the big 40 pound bag of wild bird food for 20 bucks. Suet cakes, a dollar. Feed your fellow hardy uh, New Englanders bird food on sale at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 and the Allman Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, sunny right now, but rainy later today with
1: a high of 60. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 57. 39 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, documentary film producer uh, Steve Shippey has been on the show multiple times, and he is the uh, the host of Shock Docs, a brand new one coming up on Sunday night. Michigan Hell House, the most documented paranormal case and history then to talk about that is uh, is Steve Shipping. Good morning Steve, how are you?
4: Hey, good morning. How are you doing?
0: Good. Good to have you back. So this uh so just to to clarify here, this is a uh, this is a property that you grew up maybe less than 30 miles from, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right?
4: Yeah, yeah, I, right now currently I live about 15 minutes from the
0: south. So uh, give us a little background of what happened in
1: this uh, in this farmhouse, the Michigan Hill House, if you will.
4: Absolutely. Well, this all began in 1974. Uh, The Pomeranian family lived in a small uh, farmhouse there in rural Merrill, Michigan. Uh, Lived in the house for 20 years, never had a problem, never had an issue. Uh, Went to bed one night and they heard the sound of glass smashing. Uh, Ran out from their bedrooms to find that the front picture window had been completely blown out. Uh, Called the police. Police made a report. You know, they just could have. You know, thought it could have been vandals, teen, you know, teenagers in the area, something of that nature. Uh, The very next night, another window broke out. They started hearing pounding on the house. They called the police. They came out and took a report. And from that day forward, every day for a year, uh, the Pomeranian family was having to call the police because of unexplained activity that ultimately escalated from pounding and broken windows. To what they described as explosions in the house strong enough to actually crack the foundation and the plaster of the walls and spontaneous fires
0: well i i, I think the amazing part about it is any homeowner will tell you replacing windows yeah. is not cheap that's yeah. uh, that's very labor intensive and expensive yeah good luck making an insurance claim on that <laughs>
4: one <laughs> yeah, actually they filed several insurance claims uh, throughout the process you know and the insurance company was, uh, of course, questioning that and yeah. leaning on the police for answers, and the family was leaning on the police for answers. It, it's just a case unlike any other.
0: Now, in the uh, in the information that we were sent, it, it it talks about you know this house being the most well documented paranormal case in in history. Now, you talk about the background of of this place. Forty years into it, what's still going on at this at this house?
4: Well, there's still definitely activity happening at the house. The current family talks about seeing flashes of light, uh, shadowy figures, uh, apparitions. Um, things would you know, will, will go missing and end up in spots where they you know didn't put it. And sometimes objects in their house will disappear and they've never even seen it again.
1: Well, what's the most uh, revealing piece of footage that you have that uh, that would offer uh, like solid proof of this?
4: Um, as far as the investigation that we did out there, we, we caught several disembodied voices with the recorder. Uh, we did catch a, a few different shadow figures, anomalies. Um, there's a lot of evidence, actually, that was captured during this investigation.
0: Is this the same family that was living in this house in 1974
4: and 75? Uh, no, after the third and final fire, they sold the house. And moved away, and the family that bought it uh, nearly fifty years ago from the Pomerans still live there today.
0: Okay, if it were you, <laughs> and you bought a house and stuff was going on inside of it, would you still be living living in that house after a couple of years, or would you find a way to dump that place right away and get out of there?
4: Uh, I mean, I'll, you know, if it was the kind of activity uh, that was a little more on the mild side, I guess depending on how how much I love the home. But what they were dealing with in '74 and '75, absolutely not. What's the no,
0: estimate been- on this house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm booming into a in a in a place that is known as the Michigan Hell House, that, is that a disclosure that the realtor has to has to say? There's a chance that it may be, you know. I mean, yes, it's got lots of space and yeah, a, lot solarium. Of, a solarium, a yeah. solarium, a two-car garage, but it does also come with demonic possession. I mean, <laughs> how do you disclose that uh, in the uh, in the closing?
4: Man, yeah, you think you think it, uh, it, it might be a necessary thing?
0: Yeah, unbelievable. So this is a, it's a two-hour documentary uh, on uh, on Sunday, and uh, it, it's premiering on the on the Travel Channel and on Discovery Plus. Not all of uh, not all of the uh, the shock docs have uh, have gone two hours, right?
4: Actually, the uh, shock Docs formats are usually uh, two hour specials.
0: They are okay. So that's but that's but that's a lot of information to cram into two hours.
4: Oh yeah, and I feel like with the Hell House, it, it easily could have been two, maybe three films.
0: Now, of the places that you've seen and you've and and you've done a number of these things. Uh, how does this stack up as far as in, in your opinion, as a part of the, like some of the other places, like, you know, like the, you know, you did, you did the Ed Gein story, you did, uh, the, the haunting of the, in, in the heartland, where, where does this stack up for you?
4: I, I truly think that the, the hell house, the story as a whole, everything about the case, I'm, I'm not only do I put it at the top of my list, but I don't think there's another paranormal case like this in history. Really? Damn
0: all right scary stuff sure is all right well uh, you know steve shippy from uh, the travel channel and discovery plus it's shock docs the michigan hell house and premieres sunday night nine o'clock uh steve best of luck i hope the next place you go to is just a little bit easier
4: <laughs> me too no yeah. i appreciate yeah that. Less,
0: less less disclosures
4: you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> always appreciate the time steve there thank you,
0: you steve Okay, thank you. It's uh, 8.15 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Um, Real quick before we get into uh, anything else here. Uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week, Mm -hmm. uh, my guest has been Ron Gallo. Got a brand-new record out coming up in March called Foreground Music. It's the first uh, interview he's done about this new record, and uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. The guy is really freaking phenomenal, really, really great. But next week, uh, because we're not going to be here, I uh, just want to mention I'll be talking to a three-time Grammy Award-winning producer, uh, Cheryl Pavelski, from Omnivore Recordings. Uh, I talked to her yesterday. I went to college with her. She's a long-time I – mean, I've known her for almost 40 years. Oh, uh, yeah. Long-time friend. Uh, she just won a Grammy for the 20th anniversary deluxe edition of Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, which is a magnificent record. Uh, we talk about that. She also talks about uh, a, a bunch of other things, including – Stuff that they've released from NRBQ, Jonathan Richmond of the Modern Lovers, and uh, this one project that they just uh, released. It's uh, Janice Joplin and Yorma uh, uh, Kalkinen from uh, Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. From 1964. This is before Jefferson Airplane got together, before Big Brother and the Holding Company. It's just the two of them uh, recording music and basically a demo. And it's mm-hmm. r- fantastic and it's been perfectly cleaned up. And uh, available now. So that's coming up uh, Monday with Cheryl Pavelski on Baxi's Musical Podcast on uh, rock102.com.
1: Uh, that was before the uh, the Starship years. Way before.
0: Way before we built this city. In fact, I'm pretty sure that Yorma wasn't even part of the band at that what, point. What about
1: he, nothing's going to stop us now?
0: I think at that point he said, you know what? I'm wasting my <laughs> talents with you folks.
1: Uh, I got some random facts for you. You okay, ready? I'm ready. Uh, might be going outside of a Dixie cup someday. You never know.
0: You may know
1: this if you've ever- I would like
0: to see you set your bar higher.
1: Uh, these are just random different things. You may know this if you've ever been on the bourbon trail. You ever been on the bourbon trail? Uh, no. But, uh, distillers call the whiskey that evaporates from the barrel as, uh, the angel share. We, uh, Paul Kozum talked about that last yeah. week. Uh, The amount that evaporates varies based on the location. There's more evaporation in Kentucky than Scotland due to the climate and the amount of time it ages. Roughly speaking, the Angel Stair starts out at 2% to 4% per year. I'm just letting you know about a little random fact about alcohol. No, that's, uh, well, that's good to know. Would you like to know another random fact? Yes. Steve, uh, uh, there's lay a, it on me. There's a statue at Harvard University that says John Harvard, founder 1638. All of that is wrong. John Harvard was a benefactor, not the founder. Harvard was founded in 1636, and the statue is actually of a man named Sherman Hoare. It's very dirty, too.
0: Yeah, I bet he did. Yeah. and I bet uh, Harvard paid him off. Yes. Because they did. he's a whore. He's
1: a he's a very filthy, filthy whore.
0: <laughs> but you couldn't uh, you couldn't get kids to sign up for a whore university. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who wants
1: to come to whore university? <laughs> was that was like a Will Farrell thing. Why don't you send you a Jim oh it was uh, uh Alex Trebek in uh
0: What's his name? Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. On, on. Your mother's a whore, Trebek.
1: Yeah. You just send your mother to whore university?
0: I'll take anal bun covers for $500. i <laughs>
1: will pick the rapist for 500 It's therapist. <laughs> Uh, here's another one, The trend of players wearing longer basketball shorts started in 1987 when Michael Jordan asked for his to be lengthened so he could hold them when he bent over to breathe. Years ago,
0: when I first came to town, yeah. back in 1995, I was bored in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. It was before I got an apartment in Westfield. And I'm, uh, I'm at the uh, the Holiday Inn. Remember the old Holiday Inn? Oh, yeah. Now the La Quinta? Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I'm at the old Basketball Hall of Fame. The old building. Mm-hmm. And there was this gigantic picture of uh the late Dolph Shays. Oh yeah, Dolph Shays. Oh man, he was a great player. Anyway, he's wearing the wicked wicked uh short basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now if you can imagine, Dolph was like uh six ten, pretty tall guy, six eleven. And uh the shorts are so small and he's got his hands up. And if you're and and at eye level you could see right through the shorts where the mouse is really? coming out the house. You could see that? You could. You could. I mean, he may have worn some underpants, but you could see a rounded area. Uh, you could area. see the outline. You could see the outline Damn. of Dolph Shays and his his, uh, his basketballs. Ooh. I huh.
1: don't well, see. Uh, well, you know what? That's why there's no room in the parking lot down there in the Hall of Fame now.
0: Because uh, everyone's looking for the Dolph Shays how, balls.
1: How large those, those balls are. That's exactly right. There, uh, there are there so only. Thank
0: God for the long shorts. Yeah, because you need to
1: cover up the bits and pieces. It's so true. Uh, there are only 60 certified master cheese makers in the U.S., and all of them live and work in Wisconsin.
0: Mm hmm. It's true. What about the Vermont cheese? There's no master cheese maker up there? Listen, the Vermont cheese is outstanding cheese. I love Vermont cheese. Oh, but I got to tell you, there are some uh, yeah. there are some roadside cheese factories with master cheese makers out there. Unbelievable.
1: The uh, biggest sale in Walmart history was made by Shaquille O'Neal.
0: I've heard the story.
1: Yeah. $70,000 at one store when he was traded uh, from Miami to Phoenix in 2008, and he bought everything for his new house there.
0: At a Walmart. God.
1: Why... Would... I guess I mean you can furnish your house at a Walmart but if you had all that money wouldn't you go to like Ethan Allen or
0: uh... He's uh you know it uh, I, the more I I read and hear him talk the more respect I have for Shaq.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he's one of these like real people. He he, he knows what it's like to struggle and he knows what it's like and he gives back a lot. To he the gives it back
0: a ton yeah. and and you know he's not the kind of guy. I mean he's been through his periods where you know he would go and and spend you know, a schmillion dollars. But he's basically a very humble, rooted guy. Well, it's pretty cool. 70 grand at a Walmart? Damn. Why not? It's a lot. If they don't have it at Walmart, you don't really need it. They got everything. They got everything? Everything.
1: They don't have dignity. That's one thing you won't find at a Walmart. <laughs>
0: Well that's you not know, something you can buy.
1: Uh, like yesterday the guy with the uh, order in the Mick decisions, the Mick bad decisions <laughs> from the McDonald's. They don't have a uh you know, watch out for falling dignity because there is none. <laughs> Coming up, we have the news. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: 8.30 on Rock 102. <laughs> Here's your Western Mass News. 8.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rom. rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Last hour we were unsure, and now it has been confirmed. Representative Orlando Ramos has announced he is running for the mayor of the city of Springfield. Rejoice!
0: All right, well, All right. he's uh, he's doing it.
1: Yeah, he turned to Facebook to post his announcement this morning, saying, I am a state representative, a union carpenter, and a proud girl dad. I was born and raised in Springfield by a single mom who worked as a cashier at Walmart. She sacrificed so I could graduate from Putnam, become a carpenter, and purchase my first home. If you were a carpenter... <laughs>
0: I don't I don't know. I yeah, I don't, so I don't really. know the address. As it. a
1: as a city councilor, I lowered property taxes for you know, it goes into the whole, uh, you
0: know. These are the things thing. I have done. And now you should have me do more of them. As
1: mayor, I'll be accountable only to you and focus on safety and affordability. I am the only candidate with city and state experience ready to move Springfield forward.
0: Okay, well, that's uh that's good. <clears throat> uh so it's him
1: Justin uh, Hurst,
0: Justin Hurst, uh, and the incumbent mayor Dom. Dom. No, it's
1: uh, what's it? Well, Dom, Dom, but uh, Jesse uh, Letterman.
0: Oh, I forgot about Jesse Letterman too. Yeah, yeah, he's running. They're the all law? coming out. Uh, that's it, what I'm saying. Is, it's a it, crowded
1: field. Is the mayor running? What's he doing? That's that's why I'm. That's what I was saying. This is my. Uh, this is my political analysis. I mean, you realize somewhere that it, along the line, this yeah. is just. This is just. Listen, this is not factual information. Just, no, it's coming from our show. This is assumption. Somewhere along the line, Dom Sarno said to somebody yeah, I think I'm uh, gonna throw in a towel in this mayor thing. Maybe uh maybe get a job over at Mom and Rico's making sandwiches. Uh, maybe I can go to La Florentina making them pastries, eh? Huh? Playing bocy balls all yeah. day. I'm uh, I'm done. You know, maybe he said that in private to somebody. Yeah. And then Word of mouth gets around, and then all these young
0: whippersnappers going, Hey, I can run for mayor of Springfield, too. You know, the thing about it is, uh, you know, I mean, I think he loves the job. I think think he loves loves being the mayor of Springfield.
1: I think he does, too, but eventually, you got to come, everything comes to an end.
0: I know, but I mean, I got to believe that job is a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. I don't know about laughs. He's laughing himself all every day. He's uh, yucking it up.
1: Uh, he, yeah, he's like a, he's like a little uh, uh, Henny Youngman.
0: Yeah, right. With the
1: take my city, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a new nursing home opened in South Hadley, and they are taking in displaced residents after foreclosures in other nursing homes. Blue Point Healthcare recently purchased Vantage of South Hadley on Granby Road, redeeming it, Pioneer Valley. Redeeming it? Renaming it. Renaming it. Redeeming. Yeah, Pioneer Valley uh, Health and Rehabilitation. Andrew Gillis, uh, a nursing home administrator at Blue Point Management, said they have already accepted transferring patients. We have 132 beds in today. We have 112, I think, in-house, so you know we are normally uh, 15 to 20 open, open beds. That was like a burp.
4: That was a burp? And a,
1: and a hiccup at the same time. That was a weird burp. And it was. Vantage uh, of South Hadley expressed that they could have uh, space for loved ones displaced by the recent closings in four other homes. So at least there's some picking up the uh, the slack for the ones that are closing.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Ah, but if you're uh, you know living uh, far, far away from South Hadley, uh, it's inconvenient. It's very inconvenient. Very inconvenient.
1: Uh, we have another uh, shoplifter out of West Springfield. The West Springfield Police Department is seeking the public's help finding a shoplifting suspect. Officials confirmed a male suspect shoplifted $800 worth of merchandise from a local business in West Springfield on February 9th. Could you be a little bit more specific, please? Now, see, they... This is the only picture they have of this guy. Of all the security cameras everywhere, it's like a blurry picture of a guy in a knit cap uh, holding something in his hand. Where is this? Oh, on 22? It's, a, it's a shopping cart he's pushing. And um, it's on, no, it's on Western Mass News. Okay. You think that the stores, I mean, it, it looks like a, it doesn't look like a like a one-off, uh, it looks like a, a store with obviously shopping carts and automatic doors.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I honestly don't uh, I don't know. I mean, you got to fix the uh, focus or you know change the lighting.
1: Uh, we're learning more about the man charged with two recent bank robberies and his criminal past, which is lengthy. Luis uh, Ruiz was already in custody at the beginning of this month when he was charged with armed robbery. Police allegedly robbed the Berkshire Bank in Longmeadow and the Key Bank in East Longmeadow. Western Mass News obtained the court documents that further detail the events that unfolded on those days. Police say they responded to Berkshire Bank in Longmeadow on January 30th for reports of a robbery that had just happened. The documents reveal the suspect, masked in a black hoodie, approached a bank teller and pulled out a note and placed it on the counter. It read, $7,000 now, no questions. On February 2nd, police responded to Key Bank in East Longmeadow where another robbery took place. The suspect in this one was also masked and showed a note to teller that read, money now, $5,000, I really need it or I die. That's oh, yeah.
0: going to prevent you from dying. Oh, you lowered
1: your threshold from 7 to 5.
0: Yeah, what's it going to be tomorrow? The uh, I'll do it for 25 bucks.
1: Deal. You got it. The uh, getaway vehicle was described as a gray Toyota Camry police said in the Berkshire Bank re- uh, robbery. A surveillance video showed the same car drove driving towards the bank about 12 minutes prior to that robbery. On February 4th, Springfield Police arrested Ruiz on domestic assault charges. The victim in his crime own the car that police connected to the bank robberies and that led to the arrest of Ruiz on the armed robbery charges. Police also connected Ruiz to another bank robbery in Enfield that occurred on January 23rd. Well, that's a good way to make sure that a relationship never is going to happen again. You used my car for bank robberies? <laughs> well, you didn't say I couldn't use it for a bank robbery. I told you you could do DoorDash three
0: nights and that's it. I just thought you were talking about what I could have for dinner, as opposed to like five nights. You didn't say anything about a bank robbery. Mm-hmm. What about a liquor store holdup? Can you use that as a getaway car? Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, this guy, this guy's been
1: in trouble quite a bit.
0: Yeah, see, this is why you never let somebody borrow your car without a list of things that you don't want them to do. Like, remember we did the 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 M uh, I the A hole yesterday. About the, oh, yeah, the lady, was yeah, all bent she, out of shape because her Porsche was like driven on
1: dirt. Yeah, why wouldn't you tell somebody to not drive your very expensive sport? And why would you leave the keys lying around? You lock those keys. Yeah, up. You, you don't, hide don't them. let anybody touch you. You don't want anybody uh, taking those things. You you don't. I don't know. Just seems kind of silly, careless. Y- yeah. A uh, Springfield man was arrested for allegedly driving away from a traffic stop in Northampton Tuesday night, according to Northampton Police Lieutenant
0: Borowski, who has no first name, at around 7... No, that th- is his first name. Lieutenant? Lieutenant. His parents said, here's why we'd like to introduce our new boy, Lieutenant Barowski." Oh, he's going to make a damn fine cop one day. Of course, that would have been really embarrassing because he couldn't make much more than, say, like a s- sergeant. Isn't that... Or, you know, according, to make, you know, it couldn't yeah. be coming off... Couldn't become anything more than, you know, just officer.
1: Or lieutenant. Yeah. You can only go for as far as lieutenant. Like
0: lieutenant, lieutenant Borowski.
1: It's Captain Borowski. No, your name's lieutenant.
0: Yeah, what happens if he's. Always be a lieutenant. Whatever happens if he becomes chief? Does he become chief lieutenant Borowski? Could be. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, anyway, at around seven thirty PM on Locust Street, officers conducted a traffic stop with on a vehicle with Connecticut plates. The operator took off driving towards the center of Northampton and crashed into an oncoming truck on Main Street. The driver took off on foot. And officers were able to arrest Pedro Rosario of Springfield behind the hotel Northampton. Rosario is scheduled to be arraigned in Northampton District Court. Uh, On the following charges, a possession of a Class A drug, withholding evidence from a criminal proceeding, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, and failure to stop for police, as well as other charges. Mm. Well, there you go. There you have it. They're not that bright, these guys.
0: No. Criminals are not uh, known for their intelligence. Uh, Let's see.
1: Uh, Doing uh, what this guy did would have gotten him in trouble if he hadn't already been in trouble. Last Wednesday... Cops near Fort Myers, Florida, saw a black Mercedes parked on the side of the road and thought it might be abandoned. But when they got closer, they saw 40-year-old Michael Serrata sitting alone in the passenger seat, and he was hammered. Really? All of the cup holders had empty or half-full beer cans in them. (laughs) There were two cases of Michelob Ultra and Bud Light inside that were torn open, and there were empty cans all over the floor. He was so drunk he couldn't talk, so the cops called for backup to get help uh, to get him into custody, and that's when he reached down into the pile of cans, found a full one, and cracked it open right in front of the cops.
0: Well, if you know you're going to get, yeah, you're going to get you tagged, know, yeah. What's the point? I, I see those people who get,
1: uh, you know, they're they're they get pulled over for drugs, yeah, and then they they ingest the drugs, yeah, right. You might as well get high if you're going to be in custody. That's I the way I always say
0: it. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, so here's a situation. The guy's, you know, uh, you know, drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. And his car is loaded with can- you know, empty cans of beer. Yeah. Well, you know, that wasn't just today's drive. Like, he's been doing this, a, you know, oh, often, oh, all y- the yes. time. B- well, those cans might have been from today. Oh, no, officer, those... Uh, I was taking him to the redemption center, and the bag broke. Yeah, the- that's it. You ever see people? Uh,
1: I saw a guy once sitting in a parking lot, like you could tell he was drinking nips at like <laughs> ten thirty in the morning. Yes, you know the hiders.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it happens. Oh, I know. You know, listen. Uh- I think it
1: happens a lot more often than people realize. I think there's a lot more people, you know, doing driving around doing that. That's why nips are so popular. They're one of the most popular things that are sold at a, at a liquor store because yeah. it's the extra thing you can have to give you that extra
0: boost. you want? It's kind of messed up. It is. Uh, it, it is messed up. And because uh, I'm, I'm not a nip buyer. I'm really, I'm really not. You like uh, nips, huh? Yeah, I like nips. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean, I mean, we all got them. Yeah, <laughs> I've got them. You've got just, them. They're just small little bottles. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, they uh, they tried to get him out of the car while he was drinking the beer, and he fought back, and they tased him, but didn't do anything because he was so drunk. <laughs> okay. They eventually got him into a cop car. He's facing charges for drunk driving and resisting arrest. That's going to be one hell of a hangover to have.
0: Yeah, uh, especially since you've got a lot of explaining to do and you probably were too drunk to remember what just happened.
1: That is so true. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, sunny this morning and then rainy by this afternoon with a high of 60. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 57. 44 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock
0: 102. Ah,
1: yeah. Hi, John Hazen from Hazen Paper in Holyoke here.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock It's 853 in Van Halen With Bax and Nagle and Rock 102
1: uh, Eventually going to be rainy today With a high of 60 tomorrow Rainy with a high of 57 and It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield
0: uh, Tomorrow Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports And uh, Open Line Friday tomorrow
1: Open Line Friday Get your thoughts together now You know I was really-
0: uh, very impressed by uh, yesterday's show I mean all of our shows are very impressive Get Don't get me wrong uh, I actually thought that interview with uh, Keith Coogan was a lot of fun. It was a lot of I fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And uh, you get a chance to meet him. Keith Coogan uh, is going to be in Agawam on, uh, on let's see, it's the 25th of March. There, It's a screening of uh, his 1991 film, Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead. Uh-huh. And he's going to be at the Agawam Cinemas. We happen to have a pair of uh, tickets so that you can meet and both greet him uh, in Agawam. You don't get, you'll get many movie stars coming in and out of Agawam.
1: The dishes are done, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, for whatever reason, with with everything that Agawam has going on, and they have got it going on, you don't see a lot of Hollywood types going in and out of there, voluntarily.
1: Well, you got, uh, don't we have that filmmaker, that up and coming filmmaker from Agawam? uh oh, city Cal- is, uh, uh CC Calabrese's kid. Oh yeah, film director. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There, yeah. there
0: there is that, but yeah. uh, you know he hasn't had like yeah, you know, a list celebrity names uh, going in and out of there yet. Well, not like a Keith Coogan. Well, you can't always get the big names. Well maybe this is the start of something new. Yeah, some something, something big. I'm looking forward to meeting him. You're gonna go. I'm gonna go. Good for you. I'll be there. I've got emergency surgery that day.
1: You have? Oh, is that what it is?
0: Uh, I actually got a funeral that day.
1: Yeah. Was
0: it uh, me surgery? I I don't I don't like your tone. No. Are I don't, you sure? I don't need that. I've uh, already I've already got one of my own and it's working fine. All right. All just right. Checking there. Anyway, tenth caller right now 293-1021, gets uh the tickets to meet and greet Keith Coogan at the Agawam Cinemas. It's a 8.50.
1: Oh, yeah. Are we done? Or?
0: Well, unless you got something. You got something? <laughs>
1: well, no. You just told people to call caller 10. I was just taking my headphones off so I could go in the other room and answer the call.
0: Well, then why don't you go in the other room and answer the call? Well, because do we have enough time? I don't know yeah. if we do have enough time.
1: Well, I don't, maybe we do. do By we the time we we're done discussing whether we have enough time, we'll know. have no time. Well, I mean, say, you know, I got lots of things to do today. I got uh, this and that and a little bit of that and this and this this thing.
0: Listen, I, I, I'm uh, I'm focused on other things. Today's my uh, wedding anniversary. Four years. Oh, I that's, got a lot what? going on. I yeah. had
1: to mention that to you this morning because my. Uh, uh, my uh, my Facebook memories popped up with your gift. Oh of yeah, the box. Oh yeah, uh, loose change. Uh, yeah, not a suspicious package. Do not call the police. I wrote on something like that on
0: there. But wrapped up in duct tape. Wrapped was, up in duct tape and a, a shoebox. Yeah, and not ticking.
1: Two hundred dollars worth of change.
0: Very generous of you. Thank you're, you, Steve. You're welcome. <laughs> it's Pax and, Dagle and Rock One Hundred Two.